line, the tight end position. The first wide receiver spot with Deion Kane listed as the starter, Travion Thompson backing him up, DeAndre Overton as the third team wideout. There was a sinister laugh during that last break. Ben again just thrilled and delighted that Overton at 6'5", 200, and just a sophomore is listed as the third team receiver. I say this, this position all about Deion Kane and that electrifying speed that we've seen. You know, Deptula made a great point to me about two weeks ago. When, remember you and I played this little discovery game with Deion Kane, And I think I said this. I love this guy's potential. I, I need to see more in terms of consistency. And I want to see his production trend upwards. And, and you and I kind of talked about it. And I said, Ben, give me the stats for Deion Kane in his first two seasons. He's only a junior. And we went through the stats and we're completely blown away. The yards per catch, I mean, it's, it's approaching nearly 20 yards per grab. The yards, obviously impressive. Uh, I think it was eight or nine touchdowns last year, impressive. He was suspended at the end of his first campaign, and that's what we really remember, unfortunately, more than anything else. Primarily the fact he didn't play against Alabama in the first national championship contest against the Crimson Tide out in Glendale. And that was costly in that particular game. But we kind of had this notion that this guy hasn't been as productive as what he's actually been. Right. And we were dead wrong about it. You got those numbers? You got any of those numbers? I do. We we both felt like, uh, I think I think it was the day we were talking about if who would be leading receiver and yardage and things like that. And we were both stunned to realize that he had 724 yards receiving last year. Nine touchdowns? Nine touchdowns, average of 19.1 yards per Man. carry or per touch, rather. He's getting after it. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, especially when you have a guy like Mike Williams uh, at, at almost 1,400 yards last year and a tight end that caught, uh, you know, over 700 yards. I mean, that they really, you know, spread the wealth last year and but still, Deion Kane was third on the team in receiving, just barely behind Jordan Leggett. That shocked me that he had he had that many yards. And I'll go back to how I started this with what Walt and I were talking about. He made a great point to me. Think about the number of times Deion Kane got behind the last corner or safety on the field, and Deshaun couldn't find him. Yeah, that happened. I would venture to guess four or five times last year, if not more than that. And part of the problem was, was that Kane was just too fast. Sometimes he would be underthrown. Sometimes Watson like threw the ball literally 75 yards in the air and overshot him. But Kane was open. Now let's talk about some of the secret keys to success this year for Clemson's offense in the post-Deshaun Watson era. Whoever settles in a quarterback, which we're going to talk about here in a second, needs to develop that chemistry, that connection, that cohesiveness with old number eight. Because if that is there, this guy's going to average more than 20 yards per catch, will easily go over 1,000 yards receiving, and probably bring in 12 or 13 touchdowns, if not more. All right, secretly, that is an enormous key with this offense this year because this guy's going to get behind whoever lines up against him. 
There isn't a corner or a safety on the field that Deion Kane will face in 2017 that can hang with him in man-to-man coverage. And even help over the top, he's going to rip that top right off this defense. Time and time again, that's what he's capable of. Now, he's a different player than Mike Williams because he's only 6'1". His straight-line speed is faster. He's not going to pinpoint the ball at its highest point coming in and catch it in a bunch of traffic between two or three defenders. It's not going to be back-shoulder fade city like what it was with old number 7. But when it comes to running the 9, the fly, the go down the field and just toast that guy like you're eating at Waffle House kind of deal, this is the player that can get it done better than any player in recent Clemson memory. And that's saying a lot when you got Sammy and you got Nuke and you got Mike and you got Jerron and you got Martavis. He's a different player than all of those four cats, a vastly different player. Can Clemson find a way to take advantage of Deion Kane's skill set this year? Ironically, in a better way than what it was able to do last year with the best player in the history of the school playing the quarterback position. It's a lot to think about right there with what I just said. It is, and, you know, I, I think Deshaun Watson was on the same page with a lot of receivers, but I don't know that he that it ever really clicked on the field with Deion Kane. They weren't always on the same page, especially on fly routes. Uh, surprises me to see, and I guess it shouldn't, as productive as Deion Kane was, never started a single game right. uh, last year. Insert sinister laugh here. Yeah. <laughs> Never started a game, but had 724 yards receiving. Nearly 20 yards per catch and nine touchdowns. That's just crazy. Right. So, With Mike and Hunter and Jordan and yada, yada, yada. To your point, if he gets on the same page, now he, I mean, he certainly has the capability of being that go-to guy. He's proven it in the backup role. Now, you know, in my opinion, he's a solid number one guy. And I think that they'll try to develop chemistry with him and whoever is behind the center. All right. The last question here before we move on to quarterback, and we're talking about the 2017 pre-summer workouts depth chart that was released by Dabo yesterday. Are you comfortable, given the information we've uncovered for ourselves in real time on this show in the last month, is Ben Milstead comfortable with Deion Kane? being the primary down-the-field go-to threat in the post-Deshaun-Mike Williams offensive era here for Clemson football. Are you okay, and do you think he has the chops to now pull this off? Yes. Okay, I needed to hear that. Yes. And if he doesn't, I think there's a 6'5 guy in third, that's, <laughs> that's third string that is. But yes, I, I think that position... That role is there for the taking. Um, he still has to, you know, prove it on the field. But I, yeah, to answer your question, I, I don't have any doubt that he'll, he'll take that position and run with it. Anything less, regardless of what happens to quarterback this year, anything less than a one thousand yard receiving season for Deion Kane, in my opinion would be likely a massive disappointment. I, I I think that's on deck. And if he produces at that level, he's a first-round pick next year. Mm-hmm. I, I think he knows that, too. The only hesitation... Oh, the here we only go. Hesi- here we no, go. This is not... Here we go. <clears throat> Stop it. But if... My only hesitation 
is that I don't know how many – well, number one, I don't know how many deep balls you see. Maybe you don't see as many as you have in years past simply because of the trust factor of the quarterback. And shut your mouth. Number two, he's six foot one, and when – you know, sometimes you're – that becomes a jump ball situation – Maybe you would feel a little more comfortable if you had a a Mike Williams type body fighting for that ball. I mean, you don't have to be you don't have to be as accurate when you're throwing it to somebody who's six five versus somebody who's six one. I think we would agree on that. Yes. That would be my only hesitation with Deion Kane. But but the, but the but the counter argument to that is, man, he caught a ton of touchdowns where. He's got somebody beat, and he makes the diving catch into the end zone for a touchdown. I, you know, I mean, he's shown that he can do that too, but that's in, not going to be his game. But in a perfect world, I'd love for him to be a couple inches taller. All right, let, all right, let, I, I think you get you again. You have to understand he's a different player than Clemson's leading wide receiver in each of the last five years. He's a totally different player. He's different than Sammy. He's different than Nuke. He's different than Mike. He's different than Martavis and Jerron Brown and Adam Humphreys and everybody else. He's just a different player. He's not jump ball guy. He's not catch the tunnel screen and explode for 70 yards guy more times. Now, he can do that. And, you know, he's, he's made a big play in the national championship game. You, you still need back shoulder fade guy, too. Oh, right? Yeah. Th- stop. Okay. That's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a conversation. It's not here, but it's coming. Okay. And it's not even on the step chart. That's a scary thing. We move on to quarterback. Whoa. <laughs> we just need like a sinister laugh button. And you just press it every time you're talking about this offense. Next question. Thank you, Dabo. Except maybe a quarterback. <laughs> uh, the interesting component to the depth chart that came out yesterday, the quarterback spot, Kelly Bryant is the starter. The backup position has kind of been bracketed with Zarek Cooper and Hunter Johnson. Admittedly, I probably did not see this coming, but I hadn't put a ton of thought into what the staff would officially think regarding the backup quarterback. The backup quarterback this year at Clemson is obviously vastly different than the backup quarterback position last year at Clemson, where that guy probably was never going to play unless the unthinkable occurred at number four. Unfortunately, it did not. This year... There is a real chance, as all of you know, unless you've been living under a rock this entire year since the national championship, that the backup quarterback is likely going to play game one before the outcome is decided. Do we still concur on that analysis? We concur. (laughs) If Kelly Bryant exits preseason camp as the starting quarterback, and I think we think that's going to happen. I think we think that's going to happen. We also still believe that another player is going to get some reps in that first game against Kent State. It's imperative this season that this club, I think, begins the campaign with a Kent State as opposed to at Georgia. This is a good year breaking in a new quarterback where you don't have to go on the road and play a nationally ranked team in their backyard in some kind of high-profile mega event. It's not that you want to open up with Bama at the Georgia Dome or the Mercedes-Benz Dome, I think is what they're calling the new structure which they're hoping the retractable roof is going to be completed in time. If not, they're going to play in the old Georgia Dome. Again, another story for another day. This is a great opportunity 
to get the ball rolling with Clemson's new 2017 offense with its new quarterback with Kent State coming to town as a warm-up before Auburn gets here. Dabo will sell us all on the fact that Kent State can come in here and be very competitive. We laughed the last time he said that, and then lo and behold, Troy nearly pulled off the unthinkable against a team that won the national championship last season. Think about that for a second. So anything is possible. But I like the fact that it's Kent State before Auburn. And the latest material on this ongoing saga is that most insiders expect Hunter Johnson to be a part of this mix this year. He was as good as Cooper was basically by the end of spring practice. And by most accounts, taller, not as strong of an arm, but Cooper has a absolute laser beam when it comes to throwing the pill around. But is, you know, a little more athletic and a little taller. And so I think most insiders figure that Johnson's got the inside track. If there is a 1A and B to be that 1B. So at this point in time, with Johnson bracketed with Cooper, who's been here a year longer, I'm going to say you see Hunter Johnson. You know what? You're probably going to see all three before the Kent State game is concluded. But I, I think it goes Bryant, Johnson, Cooper, if you press me on it, in that order in game one. And that we probably see Johnson at some point before the end of the third quarter, if not sooner, just to see how the freshman reacts on the big stage in front of 80,000 strong. Your thoughts with that? I For game one, I expect it to be just like it's written right there uh, in that order with Bryant Cooper Johnson. I, I, yeah, you're, you hope that you get in a position where you can see, put a true freshman in the game at quarterback, but I don't know that he's going to be the first guy off the bench um, unless it's just way out of hand early. One thing that I would love to know, and it, it, I don't, first, I don't think anybody's shocked that Kelly Bryant's listed number one. I'd right. have been shocked if he wasn't. You're being too casual about all of this, but I'm with you. I'm listening. But I wonder if you could kind of put a confidence meter beside each of those three names as a, from a staff standpoint. You know, Last year, it would have been 100% Deshaun Watson. I wonder what that percentage would be for Kelly Bryant right now. If you had that, if the staff had to tell you right now, how confident are you in him off the record? Yeah, and because I don't want the coach speak on the record. You know that that that's not going to get us oh, where we need to. Yeah, go. well, Roy, we're confident in all our guys. It's next man <laughs> up mentality. Yeah, no, no, I won't. I won't. Hey, we we just finished the 18th hole, coach. Tell me, man. I mean, oh, I like that. That, guy, that I like how you did gonna, that right there. That's good. It. No, that's good. You shake hands. It was a terrible round of golf, but you had a great time playing with a coach. Yeah. Remember that time I actually hit in a fairway coach? Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you think? Hey, thank God it was Captain's Choice today. We finished at two under par. <laughs> I know. We had to we had to use my ball at least once. Uh, I think if you if you were to get let's get let's go Jeff Scott. Let's go Jeff Scott walking off the eighteenth hole, feeling good about life, right? Loving this offensive line coming back. Showing that 2016 national championship ring he's got, which is just super awesome. I think he gives you a percentage of like 60. That's that's about where I was thinking. About 60. And again, the offense could change dramatically. And they're going to downplay this, and rightfully so, but this is just the, the nature of the beast. 
The offense, I think, could change dramatically, whether it's Bryant or Johnson. And Johnson's athletic, but he's not Kelly Bryant athletic. So you got a lot to figure out during camp. On the Roy Philpot personal insider quarterback depth chart, I, I'm going Bryant, 60%, Johnson, 30%, Cooper, 10%. All right. I, that that's where I think it is right now, and I and I think by the time we get done with camp, Bryant sixty percent, and uh, Johnson thirty five percent, and Cooper five percent. That that's kind of where I am with it. Not arguing with you, but just curious as to why you feel that way about Johnson. I mean, why why you would? He's listed or with Cooper, mm-hmm. and he's only been on campus for fifteen sessions, not the fifty or so that Cooper's been here for. That's a big deal, especially for a freshman, especially at that position. They're already indicating, man, these guys are kind of, you know, they're kind of equal right here. If it says or, they're kind of equal. That I mean, that's true. So he's been but, here for a third of the amount of practices that Cooper's been here for. Okay. Well, I'm just going to fast forward ahead real quick here to some of the, to a question I was going to ask you, but it's appropriate here. Don't you feel like that is an quote-unquote, or simply meant to motivate because you want you want maximum competition in that quarterback room between now and September 1st. You want those guys to do all the extra things, spend all their, all their involuntary, voluntary, involuntary, voluntary time studying film, trying to get better. You want everybody to think they have a chance. Because I mean, because uh, I think they all do have a chance. I'll put it to you this way. But, but what does it do to what does it do to Hunter Johnson if that or is not there? I don't know, but I know what it does for Zarek Cooper. Now that the or is there, it, think about it. If you're Zarek Cooper, you can't sleep a wink this whole summer because of what's just happened here. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. I was supposed to be the guy. Kelly Bryant can't get it down the field the way that I can. I had a stronger arm than Deshaun. And now I've got this freshman who just enrolled in January who only practiced 15 times during spring, and now it's my name or this cat? And I, I got couldn't an- sleep at night. And I got another freshman on the way. Which one? Uh, Chase. Chase Bryce. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not to mention the behemoth at 6'6", 210 pounds, playing for the Purple Hurricanes over in Georgia right now. Trevor Lawrence, who's on the way. And enrolls next January. And I can't wait to see what that looks like. I don't know how you sleep at night if you're Zarek Cooper. That's what that or does. To answer your question, it puts him on orange alert for the next 90 days to be as good as you possibly can be by the time August camp kicks off. Oh, that would drive me crazy. I'd be calling Dabo every day. Coach, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? So maybe that sense of urgency somehow, some way, gets him to a better spot to where he can better compete with Kelly Bryant to be the new starting quarterback. More on this coming up. The running back position coming up. Your thoughts coming up. 654-ROAR on the Northland Communication phone lines. We're back with that and more after this. If you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. Now in their 18th year of business, Bennett Equipment is your premier source for equipment rental, sales, and repair, including on-site. And thanks to you, Bennett Equipment will open a Seneca location by midsummer. They're the go-to dealer for Takeuchi equipment and the largest scaffolding supplier around. 
serving the upstate, western North Carolina, and northeastern Georgia. Online at BennettEquipment.net. If you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. Spring has sprung, and it's time to get away on a set of Yokohama radial tires from Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Let Steve's Tire save you some money along the way. Purchase any set of Yokohama Ascend, Invigor, or any set of Geolander HT or AT, and you're going to receive a $60 mail-in rebate April 15th through May 31st. So why not ride to that spring getaway on a set of Yokohamas? Give Steve's Tire and Service a call at 859-1361 and let the savings begin. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. I invite you to come by our showroom at 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont to talk with us and let us show you how Metal Building Supply can help you with your building project. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. Imagine the warm sun, the cool spray, and a hot new Sea-Doo watercraft to speed into summer. With models starting at $52.99, our Sea-Doo lineup ranges from family to ferocious. Head to Foothills Motorsports right off I-85 in Piedmont, South Carolina now to purchase yours during our Ready to Ride event, and you will get a rebate of up to $500 on select 2016 models. The fun starts at Foothills Motorsports. Summer's almost here. Where is your Sea-Doo? Other conditions and restrictions may apply. See dealer for details. Scientific evidence proves you can't enjoy live sports without a cold beer and some delicious food. Add in tons of TVs and a homemade menu, and it's Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill in Central. Nothing but jumbo wings and 10 sauces and their famous 9-ounce cheeseburger. Craft beers from 12-ounce to buckets. Try their Tiger Tail Chicken Tenders. Tiger Tails are great for boating and parties. So good, you'll come back for more. Live sports done right. Open seven days a week. Dakota's Courtyard Sports Grill, West Main, Central. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discount supply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! The best sound you'll hear this spring and summer is the sound of steaks sizzling on your grill. Steaks from the chopping block. The chopping block only sells USDA prime beef and Bruce guarantees what he sells. It's National Hamburger and National Barbecue Month So stock up with steaks, chops, ribs, or pork loins from the chopping block. Grab a to-go meal or dine in for lunch with Bruce. The chopping block, Highway 81 in Powdersville, just south of 153-220-5724. Hello, it's Neil Monahan with Monahan Company Real Estate. Now that your spring cleaning is done inside your home, it's time to think about a clean vehicle. As we celebrate our 10th year in business, this month the Monahan Company is giving away one full month of unlimited car washes from Tiger Express Car Wash in Clemson. Tiger Express is Clemson's car wash, just like the Monahan Company is Clemson's locally owned real estate company. Call us today at 639-1188 or stop by our College Avenue office downtown and let's talk real estate. The sun is out, beach bags are packed, the kids are actually ready, and you forgot to replace the batteries to the golf cart. Don't let small things like this put a hitch in your seasonal plans. CNR Golf Carts is here for you with interstate batteries as low as $495 and battery chargers as low as $295. You can rest easy this season. Mention Mickey or Walt, and CNR will give you $25 off your purchase. Visit 4028 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley for interstate batteries. Show. 
How long are we supposed to do this? I'm getting hungry. And now back to Roy and Ben on 105.5 The Roar. I don't mind you coming here. Wasting all my time. Second like- hour continues. Do you like this tune? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. Keep it rolling, Roy. Keep it rolling. Part of me really wants to see Kelly Bryant just lock this thing in. Kelly has a quarter. And, you know, good for Kelly. That's fantastic. Great. You get your sugar fix, and I will avoid it at all costs. Thank you. For We have a M&M dispenser and a Skittles dispenser here. No, it's not Skittles. It's Spree's. Whatever. Spree's are significantly different than Skittles. Okay. They're both nothing but sugar. So, Whatever. Whatever makes you sleep better at night. But the M&M's quarters are like $100 bills around here during the day when there's nothing to eat. Mm -hmm. And Roy typically, you know, goes begging door to door in the station. Got a quarter? Got a quarter? Got a quarter? (laughs) Give me your quarter. I'll take all of your change and you'll thank me later. Kelly also walked in here with a telephone book during the break and said, what is this? (laughs) Such a millennial. Yes. I don't want to have that conversation anymore. But I do want to have this conversation. I would love for one season, comma, I think. Let me emphasize that, I think. To see this offense revert back to its option ways of 1987. (laughs) I'm dead serious now. I'm dead serious. Listen to me with this. Oh, boy. It would be very curious to see just how good of a runner Kelly Bryant is. We kind of speculated earlier this offseason, if he started all 12 regular season games, at least in my opinion, I think he would rush for over 1,000 yards. And if he didn't, it would not be a very good season. You could run this guy's zone read a ton. 20 to 25 times a game with whoever figures things out best in the offensive backfield. Text line from the 864. Shut your mouth right now. And they could pile up rushing yards behind this very good and underrated offensive line. I would like to see what that translates into, I think, in terms of total wins in a season like this. And what could be deemed as a transitional year on offense, what would it look like? That's all I'm saying. Now, if that doesn't give you the best course of action to be able to win 11 regular season games, then you don't do it. But I think that it could. Hunter Johnson says hello, and he says, you know what? I can give you the best of both worlds, guys. It's just going to take me a couple of games to get there. Okay, maybe that's the way we go. Maybe Cooper's arm strength finally figures it out, and maybe that's it. But front and center, I kind of want to see what this offense looks like with Kelly Bryant. If he completes five of 20 passes against Auburn for 60 yards, two picks, I'm going to be humming a different tune entering week three at Louisville. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I I don't have any other kind of bold predictions for you. I'm just offering. I think it would be very curious to watch this offense 12 games with Kelly Bryant as a starting quarterback to see what would happen especially with this defense. Manage the game, rush for 100-plus per contest. Don't get crazy. 
I think you could still win a truckload of games this fall. That's all I'm saying. That's it. it. It's funny. I'm insulted that you would even say that, yet I think in the back of all our, our minds we realize that's a – we recognize that's a possibility that you – you know, if the if the sky falls, you do go back to being more of an option team here for uh, a year. I don't think that's going to happen. But And if it does happen, don't tell me you're an option team. Just tell me you're a really – talented zone read team well yeah I mean, right because we, right. we we can accept that yeah. even though it's about the same thing. no it'd be zone read it's, it's very similar right but we we like that phrase but we don't like the option phrase on the text line from the 843 south carolina's low country we thank you for listening on the 1055 the roar app wide receiver you says hello more on that in a second let's move on from quarterback and we take a look at running back where another interesting development occurs on the newly released Dabo swinney post-spring depth chart First team, C.J. Fuller. Second team, Adam Choice. Third team, Tavian Feaster. Mm. Fuller's the guy right now. Fuller actually made plays on the biggest stage last year. Ohio State will route touchdown. He did that a couple times last season. He is solid in pass pro, a.k.a. pass protection, blitz pickup, Understanding the complete and total nature of this offense. Also in the text line, it says, guys, we got to point this out. You can't change the offense that much, that quick. Too much learning to do from Charles. Wrong. No. All the zone read actions built in the offense. Nothing could be further from the truth. I understand the perspective. That's just not accurate. They can run zone read and not change anything. All right? It's just Shut your ma- mouth when you're texting me. <laughs> it's just a matter of how many times you hold on to the ball. Fuller's the starting running back right now. You you people understand that and deal with it. And I'm good with it. Fuller is going to take what's there. He's not going to shuck and jive in the backfield. He he can handle himself in pass pro. He's a redshirt junior. He's made big plays with the game on the line. When you needed him to make the big plays, he's been there. He's not the most dynamic back in the history of Clemson running backs. But I feel decent with him back there. I feel good. I feel good with C.J. Fuller. He's also 215 pounds and been on campus four seasons. Thank you. You know, Adam Choice is a good player. I've never been as high on Choice as everybody else has been. If Fuller goes down to injury, he can step in. Feaster is the guy with the incredible potential. He had kind of a weird post on Twitter two days ago where he said, uh, you know, this is my year, it's my bag, something along those lines. Okay. I I think Feaster... I think Feaster is going to factor in more than a third-team running back this year, but admittedly, I thought he would factor in more last season, and he did not. Yeah, I wonder if there's a little bit of motivation. There's uh, Because there's no war. Here. There's no war with no, Tavian. There's no war here. And, you know, Tavian Feaster probably thought, like a lot of us did, that he was going to step on campus. And Hashtag man crush. Be, be, be fighting for a starting job, you know, halfway through the his freshman season. And it just just did not happen and he's one of those guys though that you hear the staff oftentimes say you know we just we need the game to slow down for him we need the light to come on that's said about every freshman that ever steps foot on the division one campus it just may be taking him a little longer than than they thought but at the same time we we saw in the spring games some of his explosiveness and you know, he's got that breakaway speed that uh, makes 80,000 people get on their feet. All it would take is one play early for Feaster 
to start to gain and command more respect from the staff that equates to more snaps. I think Feaster is going to play a good bit this year, but he has a lot to prove still. And that's the camp I'm in with, with number 28 right now. Yeah, me too. He's just a sophomore, so he's, he still has plenty of time to get there. Uh, we'll wrap up this depth chart here. Wide receiver, the uh, second wide receiver spot, Hunter Renfro, the starter. TJ Chase is back up. A guy we've talked really nothing about. We've said nothing about TJ Chase since he signed. Only four stars and, and, and pretty athletic in his own right. Still probably needs to add a couple of pounds. The other wide receiver spot, Ray Ray McLeod and Cornell Powell. Powell has been a grown man since his junior year in high school. McLeod has been trending upwards production-wise like his teammate, Deion Kane. I think they're different players. Powell is a much more physical player. McLeod is kind of the end-around Artavis Scott clone kind of guy. Uh, you can do different things with these two players. I think at the conclusion of this offensive depth chart, anything you want to add on those four guys that we just mentioned here? Because I think the the conclusion is more pertinent than breaking these players down. Yeah, just the only thing I would add is that your backups at wide receiver, regardless of the position, Travian Thompson, DeAndre Overton, TJ Chase, and Cornell Powell. That's kind of all you need to know. Those are backups. Those guys are starting for a lot of teams if they're not wearing a Clemson jersey next year. Correct. And don't talk about don't talk about any other wide receivers. Save it. No, I, that, that's coming right now. That's why I saved it for the end of this conversation on the offensive depth chart. But that was my question for you. Dang it. Okay. Well, let's just go into it. So, Roy, <laughs> on, on the offensive, that sounded so fake. <laughs> On the offensive side of the ball. Why, yes, Ben. What's your question for me? Are there any players who could factor into the two deep next year who maybe are not on campus yet or listed on this piece of paper? <laughs> okay. Thanks, Roy. I'll uh, hang up and listen. <laughs> Long time, first time. Click. Ben and Anderson. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you, Ben. Hey, Thanks. stay in well, touch with us. Yeah, we'll address that off the line. Okay. Take everything we just said and throw it out your freaking window driving down Interstate 85 right now because it means nothing. I've got one word for you. T. Higgins. <laughs> T. Higgins. And that's a stupid game we play. For all you people that have never heard me say that, I do it on Twitter all the time. One word and I give you two just to make you irate. T. Higgins is the next Mike Williams except he's faster. T. Higgins plays this season. T. Higgins catches at least 35 balls this season. I don't care who plays quarterback. 6'5", now. Built to go now. Built to catch touchdowns now. He plays this year. Amari Rodgers is the second coming of Arteva Scott. He plays this season. They're going to find a way to get both of those cats on the field. So, these other cats are going to have to deal with it because those two are not going to be put on the shelf for a season. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Additionally, at running back, Clemson moved in at the 11th hour and stole a back from Louisiana that LSU was ready to sign. Etienne. Travis Etienne, or however you pronounce it. I don't know. I'm not from there, neither are you, and you don't know either. Etienne. <laughs> yes. He may be the best running back for all that we know. I, I don't know. The staff doesn't know. There's little murmuring out there going on about it. We'll see. 
that guy, however you pronounce his last name, Higgins and Rodgers are all going to play, I think. I think. So, if you listen to that depth chart and you have any concerns anywhere, and you probably don't, there's additional help that is set to make an impact as soon as this fall, period, end of story. Okay? Higgins is the guy we really, 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 really like. And I can't wait to see him in a Clemson uniform this fall. Continue. Well, let's continue on the other side. Can I give you a little scoring update out of Hoover, Alabama? All right, you don't even have to because judging by your tone, no. Vanderbilt now leads. No, oh. not, not yet. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, not yet. Uh, <laughs> not, but they're going to. Wait a minute. I'm watching it online. That They might have just... Okay, no, they don't lead. Bottom of the ninth, one out, uh, Vanderbilt at bat. And with a runner on first... South Carolina had a runner on third in the top of the ninth with one out, failed to get him home. So now uh, Vanderbilt has a chance to win it here. Bottom of the ninth, runner on first with one out. Second hour continues. We'll take a look at the Clemson depth chart defensively. If you have any questions, give us a buzz. You know the number. Back with more after this. Life insurance. You know you need it, but do you have enough? 85% of U.S. consumers agree they need it, but only 44% of United States households have individual life insurance, an all-time low. When asked why they didn't have life insurance, many said, nobody asked me about it. Well, make no mistake, I'm asking you today. Maybe it's because the process can be difficult. Maybe it's because the process can be frustrating. But as an independent insurance broker, we have all the best plans and rates. Life insurance is not for the people who die. It's for the people who live. Life insurance helps us protect what matters most, our family. Call us today to get a free quote, 467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make life insurance easier. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. If you dream of owning your own business but are overwhelmed at where to start or what to do, call JanPro. Whether it's extra income or starting a new career, JanPro will guide you, train you, support you the whole way. Just listen. We made a very small investment into the business, but yet they took the time to train us and to teach us, you know, how to do what we were supposed to do and everything. And not only to train us, but they follow up with us. Call 485-3053 or online at jan-prowc.com. You can't make a living walking in the woods, but you can at least get there in confidence on a set of Toyo Open Country MTs installed by the Pendleton Tire Company. Wrap those Toyos around a set of Fuel Moto Metal or XD wheels. How about a lift from Rough Country, Fabtech, or McGoy's? Finish off that look with a set of NFAB step bars and don't forget the WeatherTech floor liners. Call Joey or Zach today at 646-3694 or check us out at PendletonTire.com. 
4,000 ASC certified technicians at Firestone Complete Auto Care will tell you, zero to 60 may throw your hair back, but 60 to zero will save your life. Right now at Firestone Complete Auto Care, get $60 off instantly per axle on a standard or lifetime brake service. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Offer valid May 1st through May 31st. Most vehicles per axle. $60 instant per axle discount reflected in point of sale. Not to be combined with any other offer on the same product. No cash value. Offer void or prohibited. See store drivefirestone.com for full detail. Hey friends, let me tell you about the, the great story at Harry's Razors where Jeff and Andy, just two ordinary guys, were fed up with getting ripped off. You don't have to be ripped off anymore. Just start shaving with Harry's. They started their own company. I love this. By taking less of a profit, that means $2 a blade rather than $4 a blade. Wouldn't it be nice if we were able to cut most of our expenses in half? They've got a great deal going for you right now. Their starter sets. The set includes an ergonomic handle in the color of your choice. Five precision engineer blades with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. This entire month of shaving for just $15. Now, this is an everyday great deal, but I have a great special offer for fans of the show now. You can get this for even less. We've partnered with Harry's.com to give you $5 off your first purchase with the promo code Mickey. So go to Harry's.com now, enter the code Mickey at checkout to claim your offer. That's Harry's.com. The code is Mickey. Don't wait. Get started with Harry's and Harry's.com today. Imagine this season diving into your own in-ground pool. Make it happen with Aqua Pool Care. For as little as 19000 you and your family will finally have your own backyard oasis. Aqua Pool Care has over 35 years of experience in commercial, residential, and pool renovations. Maybe your pool needs a new liner. They have plenty to choose from. Turn those hot days of summer into cool days and fun outdoor memories with Aqua Pool Care. Call them at 508-1885 or online at aquapoolcarellc.com. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. He seems to know what he's talking about. And now back to Roy and Ben. Mm. One more thing on the offensive side of the ball. You got to be careful. We, we've done this a couple of times this offseason. I'm not going to allow it to happen here on this show today because we got to talk the defense. And for those just joining us, uh, rehashing the offseason depth chart released by Dabo Sweeney yesterday. A lot of things change depending on who starts at quarterback. Kyle and Anderson on the text line sends us the following note. Will these wide receivers make as big of an impact without a quarterback like Watson? With KBN as a quarterback, I think our downfield attack suffers. Yes, of course it does. And no, they may not be as impactful because Watson isn't throwing them dimes, dropping them in there like he did for those three seasons here. So, yeah, that could impact just what T. Higgins is able to do in his first season or the second year for Cornell Powell, who we told you was the backup to Ray Ray McLeod. Yes, it, it, it certainly can matter. And because we automatically believe Hunter Johnson is a better thrower than Kelly Bryant. If he is the starter, then that means probably these wideouts are much more productive this year. I don't know at this juncture who gives you a better chance to win. And, and Zara Cooper still says hello as well, Kylan Anderson. So, yeah, your point is valid. If Kelly Bryant starts all 12 games, passing yardage this year is going to really fall off. I mean, it, it should fall off tremendously, I would think. Hopefully, you're still winning games because Brian's going to rush for about 1,200. Therein lies the conundrum. Again, if you're Jeff, Tony, Dabo, 
what do we want our offense to look like? I, I think it's built to capitalize on the strengths of all these players. But nobody knows. Nobody can forecast the future on how this quarterback battle will unfold, ultimately. Don't let Kelly Bryant run the ball effectively and then start setting up the pass with the run. Don't let that happen. I mean, that's something that we don't talk about very much. We we're, we we continually talk about Kelly Bryant with the undertones that, you know, just get us by, just get us by. And, and I get it. Don't let him find a passing game, though. I mean, don't don't be optimistic about the wide receiving cord that they actually help the help the quarterback. Well, I mean, be could better. they not make him better? Exactly. I and, and I'm not saying. I mean, for the record, just I'm I, I'm not calling the shot. Just saying there is a there is another possibility here that I think a lot of people are not considering, and that's a guy like just throw it in T Higgins zip code. And you're going to look like a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. We think. Mike Uh, Williams wasn't Mike Williams last year as a freshman. So Higgins, I think, physically is more ready to compete than what Williams was in his first campaign. So there's that. But I become a better quarterback tossing the pill to T. Higgins, right? I mean, I I start to look better because I say, there he is. I'm throwing it up to him. Go get it, big boy. And he does, we think. Right. And if you have a quarterback who is as dangerous on the ground as we know Kelly Bryant is, and you start doing that effectively, and everybody starts, uh, you know, kind of chipping at, uh, guessing at, you know, that's what's about to happen, watch out. Who is Kelly Bryant? Who is he? I feel like I just described Paul Johnson's offense again. (laughs) Crap. Where the pass play becomes a trick play. Yeah. No, I don't think it'll suck, be like that. They just who suck is, you in with the run. Who is Kelly Bryant? Who is he? Is there a player that's played here that we can say, yeah, this is who he could be if he lives up to his potential? Is yeah. he Woody, Woody Dantzler yeah, in yeah. hiding? Yeah, I think he's Woody Dantzler 2.0. I have said many times Woody Dantzler played in the wrong era of college football. Had he come along now, now keep in mind, Woody Dantzler not near the size. That Woody was like 5'11", wasn't he? On a good day. Okay. With the uh, afro, maybe maybe six, six feet. Six, six, six with the afro. <laughs> Pretty good dribbler. Yeah. yeah. Is that who he is? Now, Woody was probably a little... He's probably six foot tall. Okay. But but that's who Kelly Bryant reminds Ben Milstead of. Yes. That's who he is. Yes. Woody became a pretty good passer in he that did. indie offense, right? He did. I mean, he kind of sling it in there, but he could do it. He had some weapons, but not like this. Okay. Right? Right. I mean, he had One Derek thing. Hamilton, right? He had mm-hmm. Aries Curry. Those guys were young, but he had them. Mm-hmm. He had some weight. Kevin Youngblood. That's, that's what I say. He had some. He was pretty good players. Didn't have, still, didn't know, but nobody's had. Well, let, let, let's just throw this out here, and, and then we're moving on to the defense. <laughs> if Kelly Bryant is Woody Danzler-esque. <laughs> They're going to have a hell of a season, right? I mean, if, if that's what he is, is there a chance that's possible? Is there any chance in your mind that that's what this thing turns into? Woody was the first 2,000, 1,000 guy. Yes. Do you have any doubt that Kelly Bryant can do 2,000, 1,000? I mean, any doubt. Well, no, but that's a different number these days because there's more games and yeah. it's, it's an offensive era. No, no. 
But, but I mean, but I, even as a first year starting. All right, let me rephrase this. There were games that Dantzler took the freak over. I mean, he would come in and put up 450 yards of total offense by himself. He just ran for another touchdown against NC State. Or Maryland. He did that a couple of times in a couple of games. That one season, they got off to the 8-0 start and were just piling on the points, and he would just jaw drop everybody in the stadium. Is Bryant capable of that? Completely. Really? Because I, I, I'm inclined to say I'm not there yet with him. Uh, uh, 100%. I mean, I, I, I now granted the game Miami had already given up, but even in the half that he played against, he, well, he played, played about a quarter against Miami two seasons ago, completely took it over. I mean, no, he hadn't been touched yet. But I, but but there's also another side to that too, in that I do think he's he there's a possibility of him looking really really bad when things don't go well. So that brings us back full circle, and let us suggest this for a second: how Bryant starts, if he does start, is critical. And what I mean by that is. He has said the right things when it comes to intangible leadership qualities to the point to where it kind of raised my eyebrows at how advanced he was there. Right. I think the team wants to believe in Kelly Bryant. He's been here. He's paid his dues. He's gotten better. I think they want to believe in him. If he comes out against Kent State and goes... Seven for 22 for 100 yards with a touchdown and two picks. And he also rushes, let's say, for 100 or 115 yards. But the passing just isn't there, and it's obvious. I think we've got a problem moving to Auburn the next week. Mm. So, and, and, and that's possible, okay? But if he comes out in week one, and he does his 115 yards on the ground, Ben. And he, throwing the ball, you know, he's 13 of 20 for 195 yards, two touchdowns and no picks. It's just Kent State. But that may be all that's needed for him the next week against Kevin Steele's defense to say, okay, I've got this thing, fellas. I've got this thing. I, th- I believe in my heart of hearts the start for Kelly Bryant is going to be critical for his long-term potential at the quarterback position for Clemson this year. And it's not that mentally he's not strong. I just think if he starts fast, that's going to send him on a trajectory that's going to be very good for Clemson football and for Kelly Bryant this year. Bear with me here for a minute. Don't react to this. I don't know that I want to see him throw for 300 yards against Kent State. I want. I get what you're saying about him as the player, but and you want to see what you do, what he can do, what he's the you know the the decisions that he makes against Kent State, but you don't want to see too much because you do have Auburn next year. You still have the element of surprise on your side going into that big matchup with Auburn. I 
I don't know that I want to put it all out there. Hey, by the way, on Auburn, I'm more convinced than ever before they come in preseason ranked like top seven. I, I just, that's, uh, you know what? <laughs> in some polls, Auburn's going to be ranked ahead of Clemson. I would not be shocked at all if that's the case. We're going to do the same stuff we do with Auburn like we do every year. Put that on the shelf, but go ahead. Okay, so Roy Philpott is offensive coordinator of the Clemson University Fighting Tigers, as the commercial says. What is your game plan over the summer to get Kelly Bryant ready for next year? What is your approach to the season, thinking that Kelly Bryant is going to be your starter for 12 games? It's this, and it's one thing that this offensive staff and its collection of play callers do very, very well. Outside of the general zone read and the design quarterback runs, I'm working through a series of plays that I feel very good about that he can complete in the passing game. And I am hammering those plays till the cows come home. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing them over and over again, whatever they are. I know he can throw a tunnel screen. You know, was not as effective, honestly, in, in, in that part of the game, in the spring game, but part of that was the pinky, and I get it. But I, I've got been – let's dumb it down even further. I, I've got 10 passing plays – that I'm working with Kelly Bryant, that you know like the backside of your hand, that you can lean on any one of those plays when times get tough. When you're facing adversity, 10-yard curl, timing pattern, tunnel screen, whatever it is, whatever they are, and it's that, and it's over and over, and it's over and over and over again. And part of this is on Bryant in the skills and drills summertime work where he's throwing to number eight and he's throwing to number 13, and they develop that chemistry. I mean, really, it's a chemical deal almost to where you're on the same page with these guys. It's important for Kelly Bryant to take it upon himself now to complete those tasks. But but my assessment would be, I know what he can do on the ground. Give me 10 passing plays that this guy can complete anytime he feels the need to complete them. You're really smart today because that was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, give me give me 10 plays passing the ball that you're really comfortable comfortable with. I might give you 20 formations, but it's really going to be 10 plays. Do a little window dressing. And, uh, and then we're going to build as the season goes. Second hour in the books. Your phone call is coming up. Lee and Greenwood, hang tight. You lead the charge to begin our third hour. We'll take a look at the Clemson depth chart on the defensive side as well after this. Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Security Studio, keeping our gold line safe. We are WCCP Clemson Greenville 1055 The Roar. 